Hey, Josh. Hello, can you my. Sp- can you smell it? I do smell it. You know what it is. I mean, judging by the box, you know what it is. Uh, it's a large, flat, unidentified flying object. <laughs> it's a pizza pie from Danielle's Woodfire Pizza. Our guest today is Bailey Noble. She is just the sweetest person in the world. She's got such a bright personality, and she's wonderful to talk to. I was lucky enough to get to work with her on the film The Archer. Um, which she's the lead for. She talks about her preparation for that and uh, what it's like to be an actor in Los Angeles, her process of getting out here, and and just even about auditions. I mean, that's really a fascinating Yeah, about working on The Rookie, which she appeared on a few months ago, mm-hmm. and you know what she does between jobs, her career as a yogi. Yeah. I want to go take her class. Okay. Maybe well, after not the, after eating pizza. Uh, you know, <laughs> tooting in people's faces. Yeah, right? oh, yeah, maybe. This wood fire pizza, I've actually had this before. You have not had this, but it's really, really good. They do a, the classic wood fire on this pizza, and it's delightful. Okay, we'll hurry up and play this episode okay. so I can eat. Enjoy, everybody. Welcome to Second Meal podcast where we discuss life, the industry, food, and what it means to live and work in Los Angeles. We're your hosts, Michael Grant Terry and Josh Levy. Sit back and enjoy a second meal. <laughs> Hi, Bailey Noble. <laughs> Hi. Good to see you. You too. Thanks for doing this. Oh my gosh, yeah. So like we were talking about, uh, we're just kind of interested in casual conversation about Los Angeles and what brought you out here and oh my gosh. and your thoughts about Los Angeles. And I know you have some <laughs> thoughts about Los Angeles because we talked about it a I little bit. A whole novel full of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so you're from Pennsylvania as well. Yeah. You're like our fifth person who's from PA. Why is everyone from Pennsylvania? Because who? it's incredible. Yeah. When I moved out here I met so many people yeah. from Pennsylvania. I was like, I had to move out of the state to meet that <laughs> to meet right. more people from my state. To meet friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bethlehem, right? Yeah. Which is where? It's like um it's right next to Allentown. It's like forty five minutes from Philly. Yes. Allentown. Yeah. Came up last podcast because uh-huh. Michaela Conlon, who was on Bones, is from Allentown. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh my God. David Boreanaz is from uh, Pennsylvania. From Philly. From Philly. Yep. Villanova. Mike. Yeah. But you thankfully don't have the uh, Pennsylvania accent. Is there I an don't accent even know in Bethlehem? What that is. Some people tell me that I. Um, I go up at the end of a sentence, right. like I'm asking a question, but it's not like I have an infliction. Well, that's a that's a Pittsburgh thing too, because my friends my friend says umbrella and hotel. Although I guess that's a reverse of it, though. It's going uh, up on the beginning and down on the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you came out to LA when? Oh gosh, uh, nine years ago, 2011 uh-huh. or 10? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2019. Yeah. Check it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, you can double check yeah. me. We're I doing a podcast because I can't do math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so why did you, like, was New York an option? Did, I mean, did you move out here for acting or was it? I not? moved out here for acting. Right. When I graduated high school, I went to college at DeSales University for a year and I loved it. It was awesome. I went for musical theater and then uh, I had an acting coach in New York who I had worked with and I called her up after my freshman year and I kind of asked her, I said, what advice do you have for me? I'm really serious about this now. I want to work. And she said, come out to LA because she lives in LA. And uh, I said, okay. So I booked a flight, came out with my mom. We were here for like a week. I got an agent, a manager, Whoa, an apartment. And then week? I moved out. Yeah. And then I moved out at the end of the month. 
Whoa, it that's all insane. Like, and so was that after fast. college or it was after my freshman year after okay oh, so, so you, you just yeah, decided to make the move then 19 and and do you still work with this acting coach yeah well i don't work with her as much anymore i should she's amazing What's diane harden diane okay yeah um but i i meet up with her we do poetry sometimes together oh awesome <laughs> that's so nice though that you had someone in your court that was like you need to get out here and get started yeah i mean if it wasn't for her i i don't know where i would be she laid the foundation for my career it's hard too because i don't like uh, there are parts of sometimes when i'm like i wish i had come out here earlier and just skip part of college because like college is as for an actor somewhat pointless i mean like it's it's like good for like getting you know doing theater and doing plays but life experience and life experience i guess i mean i don't know that i would have been like to be thrown into the weeds out here at like age 18 because a lot of bad things might have happened yeah (laughs) But so, so do you, you were doing musical theater like mainly in college or no? Uh, yeah, but I knew that I wanted to do TV and film. Right. But that was what the school offered. So I said, okay, I'll do that. What did you do? What, what uh, shows? I didn't know I you did, did musical theater. I did Guys and Dolls. I was a hot box girl. Oh, nice. Uh, that was the only production that I did there. I did some shows in like middle school, but I oddly didn't do it in high school for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't fit in with Do you the still sing kids. or no? No. <laughs> Said so quickly. No. My reps are always wanting me to like take voice oh lessons my God. and stuff. And my biggest fear, because I've been there before, is being in an audition room and having to sing because I have this crazy story. I was auditioning for Pitch Perfect 2 and I thought it was just like, you know, first rounds of auditions, whatever. I get into the room and Elizabeth Banks is sitting oh, right in dear. front of me. And uh, so I get through the scene, everything's okay, and then I have to sing. I get like halfway through the song, and she giggles at the lyrics in the song, <laughs> and I went totally blank. I like looked to space and thought like I could <laughs> see the words out in front of me. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, she was like, it's okay, you don't have to carry on. I was like, no, 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 I got it, I got it, and oh. I tried to pick up the pieces. It didn't didn't go my way. Yeah, I <laughs> am petrified of singing auditions as well, and I had. Um, I sang in high school and I did musicals as well, but like you have to keep up with that in order to be like actually go head to head with other people who are really doing that. Right. And it's so clear. I'm like, I'm not like, I have a decent voice. Sure. But like, I don't take singing lessons. I don't, like really know how to perform in a musical theater audition. Right. Do you know what I mean? Which is a very different thing. Yeah. I had a similar thing with Grease Live on Fox. My rep got me an audition for it and it was the director of Hamilton was in the room, the original. And I was like, my gosh, I was so out of my element. I like guys were there with their gym bags for dancing and like I'm there in like jeans and like probably the most nervous I've ever been for any audition. Can't remember the lyrics that I've been working on for like five weeks. Like literally, like, I, that's 16 bars. And I got in there and just, I did some like twirl in the song <laughs> and like, didn't that a great scene when I did the scene, but it was just, I remember leaving that and being like, I don't ever want to do this ever again. That was, that do was you sing at home to your kids? Who is that? It's Diane Harden. Ah. I'm getting a phone call from Diane Harden. We well, just talked about her. Her ears awesome. must be ringing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean, so I, I wish that it's something that we could have, uh, 
that I could keep up with. Yeah. You know, because my reps are the same way. They're like, can you please, uh, like, do you sing? Do yeah, you sing? I know, I know. It, it's kind of like, I don't know, the way I view it is like, let the people who are really good at it just do it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's their territory. And then when we're famous, we can do like Moulin Rouge and have vocal coaches. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's because that's what I'd really like to do. I really yes. would love to do that at some point. Yeah, But I'll I have know. a vocal coach at that point and yeah. I'll have like nine months to work on it. Exactly. You wouldn't have to audition either. No, so exactly. Just, yeah. I don't have to offer audition. you the part. Right. Yeah. I'm way more confident when I have a part already. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you came out here and you had the magical week of getting a manager and agent. Yeah. yeah how did that week yeah. work where you found a place to live, which is yeah. in a week amazing? Yeah. You got an agent and a manager? Yeah. I had so Diane set up a few meetings for me. I met with her top choice first and they said, yep, we want you. And then I met with the um, manager next and he said, okay, I want you to. And uh, it was, it all like when, when people ask me like, you know, advice on how to begin, like everybody's stories are so wildly yeah. different. I would just give him Diane's phone number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, it, I I recognize that it is not that easy for most people. Everybody has their own journey, and like, look, yeah. I mean, um, I managed to get reps pretty quickly as well. Yeah, but like, I think that there are also ups and downs to that. Like, totally. you know, like I I would have lots to say about years of my life working that have been or not working that have been hard. You know, oh, yeah. everybody has their own journey. Did you? So did you audition for these these reps, or did you just? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I did like a, a monologue or something. I right. can't remember which one, but yeah. That's right. And you had, um, your mom was an actress as well, right? Yeah. So you have, your parents are very supportive, right? I, totally. I've met them. So they were I really mean, on board with, with you doing they this. They were on board. My, I think my mom cried for probably like two weeks straight after she right. realized I was actually moving to LA. Right. Um, but, but they totally supported me. When she was an actress, I don't know if she, she's still working, but did she live in LA as well? No. What she did was, um, she did like over 50 national commercials or something and she hosted on QVC for that's right a that's long right. time yeah all out of Philly out of yeah um, auditions out of Philly and New York or, or commercials I mean and then um, QVC is located in Westchester okay Pennsylvania yeah so what was your first professional job was there one did you do anything back on the east coast or did you do I mean small things like a little local commercial oh, yeah. or whatever you know um, but I didn't book my first job until I moved out here, which was a guest spot on ABC's Off the Map, which was a Shonda okay. Rhyme show that yeah, lasted yeah. a season. Yeah, <coughs> Matthew Saracen. Yes. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh! Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Clear eyes, full heart. Oh, Do you know that that was on our wedding cake? My wife and my wedding. What we had? We wrote Clear Eyes, Full Heart. Yes. On just our cake, we we gave everybody else cupcakes, and then we got our favorite cake and wrote Clear Eyes, Full Heart. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that show. Oh so my much. gosh, me too. Yeah. I was just talking about it last night. I was like, I want to binge watch that again. It's I know so it's good. been it's been years. Yeah. Coach Taylor, Tammy Taylor. I mean, yes. beautiful careers have come out of that show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan, right on the yeah. latter seasons. Mm -hmm. It's uh, and it's something that like I I feel like no one watched when it was actually on. No, I watched it later. Yeah, Riggins. I mean, he's oh yeah, I can't remember his name right now, but he's huge. Yeah. We're not going to say any yeah. of the actors' yeah. names, right. just, just the characters' names. names. <laughs> yeah. So you came out here and like, did you get into class out here? Did you? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was my lifeline when I moved out here because I didn't know anybody. Right. I knew, well, actually I had like an old neighbor that I knew, but I mean, we weren't, you know, 
uh, in each other's lives regularly, but I got in as many classes as I could get in because that was where I did like the majority of my learning. Everything that I learned in college was applicable to that setting. But then when I got out here, I needed to learn audition theory and I don't know, stuff like that. And um, yeah. And what time to cross the 405 and what time not to drive. Yeah. Where were you when you first moved out? Where did you move to? I moved to Westwood. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Other side of the world. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for a year, I think. And then I moved to Burbank, lived there for a while, then Studio City. No. And you stayed in this area now. I probably shouldn't say where I live. Yeah. The exact address. (laughs) (laughs) We can bleep it out. No. And what, when you first moved to LA, like what were some of the challenges that, um, that, that you had to overcome here outside of the mm. acting and, and getting yeah. a job? Like, was it easy to make friends and find new yeah, stuff to do? That was the first thing that I thought of when you said that, because having a community is so important regardless of what you're doing. Um, and I, did make one friend pretty much right away. She was she saw me carrying in my luggage on my, my move-in day, and she was like, "Hi, what's your name? I'm Catherine. Like, let's be friends. <laughs> Are you new? I'm new too." And I was like, "Whoa!" And uh, and then she left a little note on my door that said, "Hey, I'm going to the Santa Monica Pier with my brother later. Like, you're invited." Oh, that's so and, sweet. Uh, and so I said, "Okay." And we're still best friends to this day. Like I spoke at her wedding uh, last two years ago. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. But then I started gathering friends from my acting classes and stuff like that. Yeah. Who, do you, who did you study with when you were first out here? Uh, I studied a lot at Margie Haber Studio yeah. um, under Eden Bernardi, who is no longer here. She passed away almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and and Margie herself and the young actor space, Patrick Day, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all over the place. I've tried a lot of places. Yeah. And so how did you, did you have much of a like specific craft when you first moved out here, do you think? Or do you think you've gained it as you've been out here and going through these classes? Yeah, I definitely think I've, I've gained it out here, but I still feel like I'm learning. Yeah. All the time. Oh, I do too. I think that you should constantly <laughs> be learning through the yeah. rest of your life. I mean, I can't wait to be old and fat and like 60 and enter that whole world of like those characters and <laughs> learn something completely new exactly. about acting. You I know? know, yeah. The Nick Nolte years. Yeah. Each, <laughs> each job presents uh, something so different and you're like, oh gosh, how am I going to tackle that? What was the first job out here that really like challenged you the most? Because I, I know like entering into TV and film is daunting as someone who's just done theater in high school and college, like you, you really can't learn audition. You can't learn what it's like to be on set without being on a set. Right. I still get nervous for auditions like all the time. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is wrong with you? You've been doing this I for so long. I think you should though. I mean, I, I, there's a, it's like, it's like a tightrope between like yeah. how nervous you should be and how nervous you shouldn't be because, right. um, if I find if I'm too relaxed and the performance is just blah, because I, I actually equate it with theater. Like it's like every time I go on stage to do a play, I'm nervous every yeah. single performance. And then you kind of fall into that yeah. world and you fall into that character. The problem with auditions is sometimes you have two minutes to fall into that character and it's like, okay, thanks. Bye. And you're yeah. like, what the, what the hell did I just do yeah. in that room? I'm, yeah. I just blacked out <laughs> yeah. for two minutes. Like, yeah, totally. I have uh, a question for both of you guys. What's the longest you've ever had to wait in the waiting room for an audition? Two hours? Yeah. yeah. Least, probably. Uh, yeah, maybe more. 
and that's that was like a Saturday session too, of Ugh. like it's at Center Studios, and it was oh, it was yeah. about two hours. Yeah, for a casting director that will go unnamed that I hate. I used to have an I Mark. Used to have, Sachs. Have we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to have an office that was right next to the the casting office, and so they had the waiting room down the hall from the office, and the the bathroom was right in front of my office, and there would be a such a range of emotions that were running through people who I never talked to, <laughs> never met, but were in, in the waiting room, and some people would pace up and down with the sides, wrinkling the sides. Other people would be calm as day. Other people would want to engage and talk. And it was like the whole range of, you know, of, of attitudes, of personalities, of people getting ready. And some people were so nervous. Yeah. And you, the problem, the thing that sucks is like you can see it on people. Just as like you can see... Um, people being, uh, you know, angry or bitter about auditioning. Like, I remember Christine, my wife, has talk, we talk about this a lot. You can feel the negativity that enters the room if somebody's like, oh, I'm not going to get this role, or I fucking hate this business, or I'm tired of it. It's like, you can literally feel yeah. that walk into the room no matter yeah. what the performance is going to be. But I think it's the same with, with, with being nervous. And I struggle with it, too, a lot. I don't struggle with it as much when I'm on set and actually have yeah. a job. Yeah. But it's like wanting to do the best that I know that I can do and being afraid it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it doesn't come from not being prepared because I prepare my fucking ass off. I don't know what it is, but I, I de- and it's, and it's sometimes so unpredictable. I can be completely great. And then one thing will change that. Yeah. But you, but you're right. Like you, when I see other people that are nervous, it actually gives me, makes me a little more relaxed because I'm like, well, at least I'm not as nervous as that guy over there. You know? Yeah. They're, they're like foot's going, right. they're tapping. They're like, or they're like running it over and over again. You can see them mouthing the lines yes. over and over again. Oh yeah. That is so interesting to me when actors will actually say the lines out loud oh, in yeah. the waiting room next to you. And every, at least I'm, I, I think that's oh well. There's so many tricks that I think are that people yeah. are doing. There's so many games that are being played. Yeah. And actually, as I've gotten older, the like crowd of people that I've been auditioning against, those games have gone down a lot from when I was in my twenties. Yeah. Like yep. there was definitely like a lot of like, oh hey bro, like I I forgot my sides. Can I get your sides when you're done? And oh, it's like yeah. you forgot your fucking sides <laughs> to bring to the audition, and you want yeah. them, and you're wearing skinny jeans with boots tucked in and like a necklace. <laughs> to play military, you know, it's like, <laughs> yes. there's just so many games yeah. that are being played and I, I, I've seen it as well. I try to put my headphones in and just like not engage. I actually usually yeah. don't even have music on. I just put my headphones on so I can hear what's happening, but no one will talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely back in the day, there was a lot more, um, Oh my gosh, I love your shirt. Where did you get it? Uh, and like, wh- what do you do? What color is your hair? And like, what? wow, like all the, you know, yeah. those kind of interactions. Oh, next where you're just head like, games. Stop yeah, it. Stop. I'm trying to work, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> so what's your process for, like at this point, what's your process for auditions, let's say? And and like getting to an emotional place. Because I know, first of all, you were great on The Rookie last night. Thank we both you. watched it. <laughs> so, But it's like knowing the guest star world. I mean, you've oh. done a lot of guest stars and, and yeah. I have as well where you are literally a guest on a set and you have a second to get into this emotional spot. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you've learned over the last few years um, to help you get there? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, this is a, this is a big topic because this is something I've struggled with. Um, I, for the longest time told myself the story that I couldn't cry. 
and I put the walls up. Right. Like, I can't do that. I can't do that. And then I had like um, a major trauma in my life where I lost my best friend, my first love. He's been a week in a coma. Like, Ugh. and then after that, it was like, <laughs> you could not cry all the yeah, time. Right. Um, and then specifically for the rookie, this audition came through and I was like, Ooh, I know this girl a little too much. Um, and, and so I used what I knew for the audition, which I think played a big hand. Um, I used my own experience, I, which I think helped me get the part. But then when I was on set, I was terrified to break down the walls that I had built in my personal life to protect myself right. and my own emotions. And, and it, it felt... Um, almost like throwing salts salt in old wounds right and and so i i i got really lucky with the rookie because i did not feel confident about um my performance the first time around and for whatever reason they decided to do reshoots i think there were there were a handful of reasons why i think um the the brother who was supposed to be in a coma Mm -hmm. uh didn't look messed up enough like mm. he wasn't on a real <coughs> ventilator and stuff like that. The first time when you were putting, when you were with him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Putting the needle in his throat, yeah. 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 Um, so we reshot it, and I was like, I'm not going, I'm not putting myself through that again. Like, I can't, like, I was How much later? Um, it was like a month later. Wow. I had cut my hair and everything. That's actually quite rare for yeah. a, a guest spot on a show to reshoot that much later. It's, it, yeah, I think they're... Every, they reshoot everything or just that scene? Just that scene. Okay. Just like the big emotional yeah. scene. Well, I actually um, loved your scene in the bathroom though. Before, thank like, you. Like that also was very emotionally raw and, and, and what I like is like, that's the, the covering up of the emotions and trying to keep it down without letting it come out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> totally. So what do they do that your hair was cut? Oh, I ha- they just put extensions in. Yeah. But, uh, Movie magic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but the second time around, I was like, I'm not going to use my own personal experiences yeah. to go through this again. And uh, I was talking to my boyfriend the night before, and I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I've been at this for so long, and I'm still asking, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to use? Um, and he was like, you know what I do? I, I look at um, really sad movie scenes, and then they just make me cry. Yeah. And I was like, Psh, that's not going to work. <laughs> but <laughs> then uh, the, the day of, I was YouTubing sad movie scenes, and I came across the scene from My Girl, the funeral scene, oh, yeah. where she's like, where are his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. <laughs> and then psh, the waterworks came, and it was like, oh, my gosh, you don't have to rip yourself apart. Well, I think it can also be dangerous because you don't have control over that as well, as much as an actor. So like if you are re-experiencing trauma in your life that's real to you, you may not be able to turn that down or turn it off once the scene's over. Right. Or it might be too much for the scene. You know what I mean? Like they might say, whoa, that is like, you're not that upset. Right. And then you may not have control over it. It's interesting. I used to keep on my phone literally for, for guest star roles and for auditions, I used to keep clips of, of movies. Yeah. Mine was, and it doesn't work anymore because I've seen it so many damn times, but mine was the end of Philadelphia when Tom Hanks is dying and saying oh. goodbye to Antonio Banderas. For some, and he's, he says goodbye to his dad, specifically. I have goosebumps right now. Like, he, like, for some reason, that moment when he's saying goodbye to his dad, it always, like, it just got me. Yeah. But I would keep different clips on my phone, similarly also for disturbing roles, because I've played a couple disturbing roles, like where I would watch... <laughs> 
things that I, I I would be like I'm like oh god if somebody saw these clips that are just randomly on my phone of like weird shit like it, it just helps and yeah. I think it's better to not be in that in that emotional world I yeah that's so real that was, for you that was my big my big learning thing of my last gig <laughs> and that's re- but that's recent that's great because it's like you're you're constantly learning yeah and if we don't always get the chance to act all the time, you know, like it's like, so you don't really get those learning light bulbs unless you're in class, which is I think really important. Or if you're working nonstop, right. You know, or if you're on a, on a set for a while. Yeah. So absolutely. So now did you guys meet each other? I, I watched Archer. Yeah. Um, both great performances. Uh, Mike, that haircut, super creepy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that haircut. We made so many jokes about that haircut. (laughs) That was it's a bowl cut. He's a little boy. Yeah. He's a little boy. Did you? Is that where you guys met each other? Did you guys know each other before? No. Yeah, yeah that's where we met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did where did that uh, movie shoot? Idlewild, California. Yeah, Idlewild before it it burned. We were lucky because it burned uh, quite a bit last year. Um, yeah. From the fires, from some jerk who was throwing Molotov cocktails into the woods. Um, yeah. How long of a shoot was that? Three weeks, yeah, or so. Uh, yeah, I think you were there longer than me. I, I was there for, th- I think, three. Yeah, I, that's all. That's all I was there. Was that it? As okay. Well. Yeah, I think that was it. I Through think like, like winter, spring, summer, and fall. Oh my gosh! Like, the weather was insane. Yeah, the first night it snowed. Right. And we were shooting in the snow. The I wasn't day. there the, the first okay. couple of days. Okay. But I remember coming up and I was like, it's gorgeous here, guys. Yeah. It's like 65 and 70. You guys were like, yeah, well, it was snowing all week. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then it was like really hot. It got super hot. Worse. Yeah. Um, the, the movie gets really intense really quickly. Um, did the script reflect that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> You know, the script went through some iterations that I don't know if you were a part of. Like, I know that uh, Valerie, they rewrote it a lot, yeah. right? Which I, did, I wasn't a part of uh, yeah. before. You were, though, right? I, I was attached like eight months before we started filming. Uh, so it went through some changes before uh, when I was attached already, but not. I think the major changes happened before, um, which were... Gosh, I can't even remember, but they were like major structural or like character. Do you want to give us changes. just a little description about the the movie? It doesn't have to be long, just so so, so that people know what what it's yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, so the Archer is this uh, action thriller where my character Lauren Pierce is a uh, sort of an, an Olympic bound archer, and she gets into some trouble. She beats this kid up, and she gets sent to this um, uh, juvenile detention center, which is. Uh, ultimately getting kickbacks for every kid that they send there. The judge get, gets kickbacks, the um, the warden uh, gets money, and so they're illegally keeping these kids here uh, for really ridiculous reasons. Um, and it's uh, Michael plays uh, the the warden's son, and he's just like so brilliantly sick. Sadistic. Yeah. Sadistic. I mean, yeah. And it's based on it's based on a true story. Yeah. Lucerne yeah, County, loose, which loosely. is in Pennsylvania uh-huh. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very loosely based off of uh, this this judge who was getting kickbacks who, who ended up being incarcerated. Yeah. I think he's still in prison, right? I hope so. Yeah. Because um, he was literally literally getting these small kickbacks for sending kids to, to juvie for like stealing a bike. Like yeah. literally nothing, and yeah. kids would be yeah. gone for like years, and mm-hmm. then juvie turns into prison because obviously they are 
they're messed up from being in juvie and then yeah. and then like you know commit actual crimes and go to actual prison so it's a way yeah. to get people committed for the rest of yeah. their life their lives change right. that prison system yeah so when you when you signed on to do that movie, talking to the director Valerie, mm-hmm. like did you ask her questions? You guys go into Lauren's backstory. Oh yeah, a lot. That's what was so awesome about working on this film, and I, I'm I I think Michael feels the same. Oh my way. god, like, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We were very lucky to be able to have a rehearsal for this yeah. process, which is so rare on a film. Yeah, and even before that, before um, I met you guys, right. for our, when we started rehearsing, I, I had met with Valerie like, you know, every couple weeks or so to talk about Lauren and talk about the script and discover this character together. Did you audition for it or were you offered it? I was offered it. That's great. Yeah. From, from from what? Like, what had, how, how did you get on their radar? So <clears throat> I think that the production company had seen something I'd done and they were thinking about it, me for the part. And then I randomly met Valerie, totally out of context, right. at a film festival. And she said, wait a minute. But she didn't tell me what was going on, but she was like, I want to meet with you when we get back in L.A. And so we met together and she was like, actually, this is about this project. Are you interested? And I read it and fell in love with it. Um, so it was all kind of very cosmic how this project came into my life. Yeah. And over the course of those meetings, talking to the director, did you were you able to add some of the backstory and kind of collaborate with her? And did things end up in the script that you thought, um, you know, might might help you play Lauren? Um. What I, my whole, like, my little phrase for Lauren was there's power in stillness because she doesn't have an incredible amount of dialogue. Her internal world is so uh, complex, though. Uh, So Valerie and I just really spent a lot of time, like, focusing on where Lauren came from, where she's she's going to, what are her struggles with um, her sexuality and stuff like that. Yeah, Valerie was very open to collaborative conversations about the characters. I mean, our first, and I say rehearsals in quotes because we weren't, you know, up in Idlewild yet, so we weren't really doing rehearsals on set. That was actually, we didn't do very many when we were there. Right. Um, But it was table work, which is like, I think, creates the best characters and creates the best performances in theater. I mean, I I associate that with theater a lot when you have a week of table work on a script before you even get on your feet. And we spent probably about a week like sitting at around least, yeah. at least just talking about the characters and talking about um, going through scene by scene saying what what is your idea for this and 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 for this scene and and here's my idea for it um it's interesting you mentioned the dialogue thing because like my character didn't have that much dialogue either yeah. and neither nobody did except for I suppose Bill, my dad, yeah, he had, had like some, yeah. he had like these the bigger monologues but like the three of us you mean Janine like really didn't have a lot of dialogue. It's more about the action and mm-hmm. and what's going on internally in these characters. Yeah. And thinking back on it now, that's that's it's really fascinating. Actually, we had some good um, rehearsals also as well with with our uh, with our um, like for action scenes. We had we had a bit of that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, those were really which fun. Were a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then we didn't do much rehearsals up there. I mean, I know you and I just had days of running through the woods. Oh yeah, and just going balls to the wall with like running up and where, where's the best spot to run? Should we run up this cliff or run yeah. up this cliff? And like, oh, and I have to say, I laughed a little bit in the rookie because I was like, you got tased again. <laughs> oh my god, my <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> my best girlfriend texted me last night. She was like 
great job in the rookie, but if I have to watch you get tased <laughs> or electrocuted one more time, because in, in the uh, the film Martyrs that I did, I get electrocuted. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, because I remember I remember <laughs> the amount of times takes we did of me tasing you, and like just the faces that you. Oh, like, uh, how do you make it natural anymore after doing it over and over again? I don't know. If you were laughing about the the face I make in the rookie, my family we had a whole text group message going on, and they send like a zoom. They sent a zoom <laughs> in picture of my face while I'm getting tased because it's hilarious. Oh, well, it's so I only laugh because I'm like because you have those moments as an actor when you're outside of the scene after doing it many 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 times, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Bailey's faking getting tased, <laughs> and I'm like shooting her like drenched in sweat. I just have like that outward moment, and so it just reminded me yep, of that. That's yep. like, I love it. <laughs> uh, wait, so so in that family, you know, whole making fun of you, texting you, what's the first role you've had where like people from home and your family are like, oh my god, you're on TV, like like legit freaking out about that? Uh, probably True Blood. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, I think, the the job that kind of put me more on the map a little bit, I guess. I don't even know what that means, but uh, it was a great job. Well, no, it is. It's it's a, putting you on the map is the right thing to say, I think. It's like when people start to take notice of you, and it's one of your first biggest Big, credits, yeah, right? Yeah, right. And I was on the series for a while, so right. it, the audience had a chance to get familiar with me. How was that experience on that? Awesome. Yeah. And what was your character on True Blood? I played Adeline Braylon Charlene Danica. I have four <laughs> names. That's mm-hmm. great. I was a fairy. How, and so, I, like, <laughs> what, what seasons? I, I only watched oh, okay. the first season, so I don't. I did season six. I recurred season six, and then season seven, they made me a regular, uh, which was awesome. I mean, coming into a series that has gone on for so long and is so popular, right? Uh, I didn't know what to expect, but every single person, the cast and the crew were awesome. Really popular on HBO, a good size budget shoots in LA. Mm -hmm. Like it's gotta be a dream. Yeah, it was. I mean, I still look back and remember how awesome that was. And did that bring you, so how much exposure did that bring you as far as representation? Like were have you been with the same reps for a long time or have you moved around a bit? Yeah, uh, I moved around a bit when I first moved out here, um, and then I landed with Tim Weissman, who yeah. at the time was who I went to college with. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally random. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, I I landed with him, and uh, since then he's he moved to Don Buckwald, and right. I came with him. Uh, and but I I've been also passed around a bit with managers, and now I'm with Rebecca Rosenberg at Artists First. Uh, and I've been with them for probably seven years or so. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Tim was Tim was the guy who got me tr- the True Blood audition. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So he was there from the the big uh, the change in your career, basically, or like that, yeah. that step, which is kind of yeah. nice to have that person yeah. still in your life. My my agent also was with me for because Bones was my on the map thing as yeah. well. You know, and so it is nice to have that person continue on with you. Yeah. Where do you want to like? What is your who are some people that inspire you? Like, or as growing up, who inspired you, and and what do you want to see for your career and for your life? Ooh, I know that's a huge those question. Are big questions. And I mean, like that also can involve. I know you have other interests as well, and I know that like this is yeah. another topic to get into, of like how you survive in Los Angeles, like in this crazy business. Yeah. 
Oh, well, which one would you like? Go me for to the tackle? career, but that might bleed into the other thing. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just going to go on and list like all the great actors like Meryl Streep and Jessica yeah. Chastain and uh, Michelle Williams, like uh, these incredible women actors, also uh, male actors. We were talking about Friday Night Lights. I love Kyle Chandler. Yeah. Uh, so much. I think he's awesome. Um, I look up to my parents. That's great. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. In what ways? Um, in I, I look up to their relationship and the way they've treated each other and my sister and I for my existence, for my whole existence. Yeah. <laughs> what, are your, what do your parents do now? Um, so my dad is he's he's refurbishing this old masonic temple in bethlehem wow <laughs> yeah uh That's yeah which is cool. a really cool project uh their hope is that it will open by summertime i think wow this year uh, and it's going to they're going to add some uh apartment style living in the back mm-hmm. and then they'll refurbish the temple as uh a hotel and they'll, they'll, they'll have a restaurant and a little lounge area. Oh, super and then, cool. Yeah. So he is like running, running it or is he actually like doing the carpentry? Uh, like is he, or is he overseeing the, he's overseeing, overseeing the project. It. He's the architect, yeah. I guess I would say, or That's the developer. Great. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And what does your mom do now? Uh, she does this really cool power of a smile. She did a TED talk. Oh, awesome. Uh, it's called The Power of a Smile. Um, and she's been talking to different universities and different, you know, corporations. She'll go in and, and do her little Power of a Smile talk, and it's awesome. And um, and she has a book called Let the Spirit Move You. It's her poetry. Uh, yeah. Oh, so the whole family's kind of into arts. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty totally. cool. And are you able to connect with your mom on, <laughs> like, acting, talking to her about that stuff, her being a former actor yeah totally yeah and she's a performer now she gave a ted talk yeah that's really cool yeah tedx yeah I mean, your, i'd be nervous as hell doing that uh, I'm, nervous, <laughs> I'm nervous doing this yeah. she was. <laughs> and it's just the three of us is your sister in the arts um she is very creative but no she uh she works for air products she oversees their real estate air products does uh it's a is it an international company? I think it is. Uh, uh, they do like, they infuse like uh, sodas with air or tires with air, air products. Ah, huh, interesting. Really? Literally. Oh, liter- like literal yeah. air. Yeah. Huh. Huh. But I mean, so like your parents, like it sounds like they uh, have been very supportive of the arts and very supportive of, of doing what you want to do. Yeah. So that that's something that you aspire to. I mean, yeah. the girl came out to L.A. and got I an know. agent, an apartment, and a manager yeah. the same week. I know. <laughs> I'm so impressed. And you, but you've delved into some of that as well. I mean, I know you're you're big into yoga right now as well, yeah. right? And like, and you said you mentioned poetry earlier, yeah, as well. T- talk a little bit about that. About other things that keep you human, because I think there's so yeah. much where we as actors and performers have to find other passions so that we're yeah. not putting so many eggs in our basket of acting and being disappointed so yeah. many times. Yeah. Some of the best advice I ever got was to have experiences. Live your life. Do not stop living your life because you might do this or you might do that. Right. Um, because there's so much of that in what we do. It's you know, we never know when the phone is going to ring, when an audition is going to come. So we need to fill our time with 
things that are meaningful to ourselves. Like for me, it's yoga and it's writing. I just became a certified yoga instructor. I'm start, I'm teaching at this studio in Encino. It's called Bindu Point. Oh, I've awesome. Got, yeah. Um, I've got two classes now. I'll have um, two more starting in February. Maybe I'll come to one of those classes. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just sort of uh, getting my feet in that teaching realm. Right. And I love it so much. Uh, and then I've... I've written a memoir, uh, which will hopefully find its feet somewhere. Uh, it's like finished. You're done. I'm done writing it. Yeah. It just needs... I had a, a book agent. We didn't really see eye to right. eye on the direction of the book, so uh, we parted ways. But we'll we'll see where that lands. That's great. That's really cool. Thanks. Um, so part of why Mike and I started this podcast was um, we were out to lunch together eating, stuffing our faces and talking <laughs> about like what we like to do. And we're like, we like to eat and listen to podcasts. It's a great thing to do. And so I have to ask you the question of like, what what food do you like in LA? Oh, in LA? Like restaurants? Yeah. 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 Like specific? Yep. And there's this can go any way. I mean, like your cheap, quick eats, your healthy ones, your like you know luxurious ones that you like to go out to. Yeah. Like, what spots are your favorite? What kind of foods are your favorite food? Oh my gosh, I'm like the worst person to ask this because I like never go out to eat. What do you like to make? Oh, okay. So yeah. Trader Joe's, I go there like multiple times uh-huh. a week. Uh, what do I like to make? Uh, I usually make like a, a, like a really big salad mm-hmm. and usually like a protein. I've got my spice drawer is like filled Booming. to the rim. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, and then, you know, I'm guilty of ordering the pizza. Yeah. From where? Oh, uh, Danielle's. Danielle Woodfire pizza. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. Josh has That's not the been place. there. That's the place. That's, That's the a place in the valley. I know. I know. It is Woodfire pizza. The name does not do it wrong. And it's just really nothing. It's, it's like a hole in the wall of a place. Shop. Yeah. Actually, maybe I'm we so should order that next time. That. Yeah, I love that place. That's really the only good place. Did yeah. you see how Mike's eyes just? Oh yeah. Up? Oh yeah. I haven't they been in a so while big. either. It's delicious. Yeah. So, what about <laughs> on set? Like, what's your go-to? Because you know the podcast is called Second Meal because it's about you know that second meal you have at the end of the day where you socialize with the crew and yeah. kind of everyone's brought something usually crappy that they <laughs> don't necessarily want, but you eat anyway because you're tired oh. and you've been there for sixteen hours. Yeah. So, like, what are some of your memorable meals on sets? Well, guilty pleasures. Uh, one time they had chicken and waffles. I was filming what? in Atlanta, so it was like oh. all great southern food, and oh, I was man. like, yes, it was like I was so hungry. I was diving in. My stomach immediately. I regretted. Regretted that. it. Yeah, <laughs> like pretty much right. You had away. a close up right afterwards, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, oh, what have I done? I shouldn't have yeah, had yeah. like powdered sugar yeah, yeah. on my face. <laughs> what was that job? Uh, that was the resident. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> what about have, you? What what have you some of yours? Well, uh, you know, for some reason criminal minds I, I their like spread was ridiculous. It was like lobster and salmon and shrimp cocktails. Like it was like insane. And we were on location too. So I was like, what is this? I because Bones was it was a lot of um heavy food. Like yeah. especially late, and I'm and I'm really not a fan of Fresh Brothers pizza, and that's what we see I felt like we had all the time. I've had that ordered on sets too. I don't know I don't what it is. They, they must they have are. a deal with on the Studios. west side, I think. Oh, because I, but like I also was partial to um, 
sushi Friday nights, even though it was just such bad sushi. And I was always afraid out. of that sushi. Oh, I ate it every single time. Yeah. I was like, I love the I have breakfast. the weekend to get sick. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast, <laughs> breakfast <laughs> options on set. And like sometimes oh, when you yes. have those later days and you could have like a 10 a.m. breakfast yeah. on yes. set. And you'd be like, all right, nice. I'm going to yeah. get this and a little of this. Um, yeah, that was my thing on True Blood. They made the best omelets. I yeah. dreamt about going in and getting omelets in the morning. It was like the And it's a ever. great way to start your day. Yeah. I think too. Yep. Egg whites, feta, some spinach, mushrooms, the sun-dried tomatoes. Uh, Wait, can we talk about egg whites for a second? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why do people order... Only egg whites. Because All it's a myth. Protein it's the old is school in, myth. Is in the yolk. Yolk. I know, and because it's because of the myth from years ago that high cholesterol is called caused by yolks, which is not true anymore. Yeah. It's been disproven, um, and so now people think it's healthy. Yeah, and I've been guilty of it many, many times. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll just have egg white with li- very little oil, please. But then I get like a side of bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just to add some salt. Yeah. So that was my order. Or it would be like a bowl of oatmeal with all the stuff in there and a side of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need that salt to start the day That's off. good, Well, though. it's also yeah. like mm. they had a giant, you know, tray of bacon. You got to right. help yeah. them. And it was good bacon. Yeah. Bruce's, bacon. We had Bruce's catering. That was our main, main people. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to think what else. I also, you know, I did a movie too that was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they like blew the budget on the food. Because like the <laughs> budget of the movie was not very much, but the food was like insanely good. Yeah, and it is important, I think, to have good food on a set because yeah. you're nourishing. I don't actually remember the food on the Archer at all. I think you have to like I don't really either. Guild rules: you have to have a certain number of calories. I think oh. the meal has oh, to really? be a certain number of calories. That makes sense. Ten thousand a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Archer, we were yeah. pretty engulfed. I remember eating like protein bar. I mean, like we were pretty engulfed yes. in shooting and, and yeah. a lot of times it was just like the, either you and Janine alone with like the camera crew, like there wasn't so much of a village on that. No. Like we were kind no. of rustically out in the woods. Yeah. I don't really even remember Crafty much at that time. I don't that. either. We were just working all the it time. It also didn't, it didn't matter on that. That's yeah. actually one of the only things that were, I actually preferred to be like laying in the dirt all day Yes, and not, um, not even like sitting in a chair. I don't even think we're sitting yeah. in chairs there. Yeah. Like then we, we were sustained by nature, right? Tree stumps and dirt. Yeah. And Oh, well, and, and eggs with the whites and the yeah, eggs whites. And <laughs> the well, whole egg. the main food thing that I remember from the archer actually is when you guys tied me to a tree and put poop in my mouth with the, <laughs> with the, uh, with the rag, which was a broken up cliff bar yeah. with peanut butter. Yeah. So that was, actually great for you. Yeah, it was fantastic. It yeah. was delicious. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, thanks for It was a lot of fun. Me. Yeah, and uh, I look forward to hearing about the rest of your career because I think you're really talented and I hope we get thank to work you, together Michael, again. You too. Yeah. I know, I feel the same. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs>